0: What story is the world not getting? I'm Dr. Adrienne McKeon, a.k.a. The Story Whisperer. As a creation coach, my purpose is to help humans reconnect to themselves, to each other, and to the boundless creative energy that flows through each and every one of us. By releasing our unique perspectives and relatable experiences in the form of inspirational stories, not only do we give the world a precious gift, that is ours alone to give, we help them really get our core message and come to a deeper understanding of the universal wisdom within it. Are you ready to reconnect? Good, because That's Allowed. Hey everyone, welcome to That's Allowed. I'm your hostess, Dr. Adrienne McKeon, and today we have Haira Hosen. Please welcome Haira. Hi <laughs> Can you introduce yourself a little bit and tell us a little about you? Sure. Um,
1: well, uh, let me put that out first.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I am from the stars. Beautiful <laughs> Which you know, uh, I live in Egypt and here in Egypt the most common question is where you're from so my question my answer is always i'm from the stars um, <laughs> because i remember it so well right so um i can feel that field of you know um where we're all from so so clearly so i'm more with that than i am born here and i did this and i did that right right Oh, so one of my main practices is to practice the non-identity, I am no one. Um, so in that sense, there's not much to say. Uh, <laughs> but then again, obviously, you know, I've had a beautiful life up until now, I'm 46. I have a beautiful husband who's a freediver and a Zen master. We lived for 10 years in a beautiful Zen temple in the south of France. And we have a beautiful girl, and her name is Mahatma, and she's got 12 years old now. So full life, full you know. I'm a teacher since 10 years from the school of remembering from Druvahol Melchisedek, and I give all kinds of uh, teachings, workshops, online, on site. Sometimes I do tours, uh, and so uh, yeah, um, these these are my activities. I guess you can explain me better by my activities then.
0: Um, I think most people do that. I mean, it it makes a lot of sense. We are what we do to some degree, at least if you listen to the existentialists, right? Right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's it's got more, um, it's got
1: even more than than I do, uh, I am because I think, right? Because you can think all kinds of things, but then, you know, what do you do with it? So, Yeah.
0: yeah. And I think what we believe often becomes what we do, which becomes who we are, at least according to others around us. So, yeah, yeah. So, what is the story the world is not getting?
1: Yeah. Okay. So the story that the world is not getting it's a it's a long story. Beautiful. <laughs> We've got time.
0: Let's in. Have my, my water here. <laughs>
1: Um, I guess the basics would be that the world is not getting how perfect she is, how Mm. perfect we are, how perfect this moment is, and how uh, whatever it looks like, uh, it is all um, divine source energy streaming through realities, and that uh, we are part of that, and that we are, as human beings, we are very um, we're very blessed to be part of that unfolding, uh, continuous unfolding of perfection, and we are that. It's just that we uh, we have forgotten. Like obviously, that's the game, right? Like we come here, we forget everything, and then we need to find ourselves. And ha ha ha, you know, can take <laughs> lifetime, <laughs> lifetimes, lifetimes and lifetimes. That's the joke, and then. Of course, you know a lot of us get stuck there and get lost there, and you know it's not—it's not easy. It's a lot of suffering, a lot of pleasure as well. So you have got all these both sides. But basically, when we realize who we truly are, then we can feel and we can sense and we can live and we can do and we can um, manifest that perfection from within us. So I think that's what the world's not getting. In short. And then there's a whole lot of, you know, uh, different concepts, I, I would say, that we can put on it and say, we're from here and then we were from there. And then we did this and then we did that. So in that sense, if we take it into the cosmic story, then I would mm-hmm. say that the collective is way older than what we believe, uh, that mm-hmm. we are situated in many different galaxies, not only this one, but in many different galaxies and realities and worlds. And that definitely this planet has been one of the toughest ones because of the, the quarantine. Like everybody's talking in 2020 about quarantine. But this planet has been in quarantine for so long that we kind of forgot, you know, about our multidimensional levels. But um, yeah, so I I I have the feeling that as a human collective, as a human species, we were um seated onto this planet. It's, mm-hmm. it's not, I don't think, I mean, obviously it's a possibility, but I don't think it was like we we come from the monkeys and then we, you know, maybe some, some, some races did, uh, but I think like most of us, we're all, you know, we're having bodies that were seated on this planet about a hundred thousand years ago or something like that. And that now parts of our bodies, and this this is where my workshops are about, parts mm-hmm. of our are awakening, activating awakening and those parts are aligning and then we get into that more receptive nature of the divine source running through us and then we start to really live our purpose and everything like that so yeah i would say it's kind of like that but of course there's many different stories linked to it or different viewpoints and i respect them all and i like them all and you know but this is the one that I resonate the most now maybe if you ask me again and in, 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 in a week yeah. <laughs> it will <be> <laughs>
0: yeah yeah I find it I think there's some very interesting and compelling evidence that there was a point in time where there were a lot of different um, you know uh, versions of upright, Apes, I guess, <laughs> hominids, right? And then there was just one. All of the others kind of disappeared quite suddenly, and this one that was left had a very advanced brain that mm-hmm. none of the others before had had. And so, what happened there? There's sort of an evolutionary leap or jump there. Huh. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's very interesting. I, I've 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 read some about this and it's kind of a mystery to scientists, you know, they kind of look at this and go, well, why did this happen? Uh, They don't really have a good explanation. Um, And so I think it's as good a theory as any (laughs) that at that point we were, as you said, kind of given a a helping hand by extraterrestrials or, you know, beings from elsewhere (laughs) to help us get to a certain point in our evolution. Now, why they did that again a lot of different theories a lot of questions around that was it to help us or was it to use us was it to uh you know seed this planet with workers for their projects or plans huh? but I, said, I think all,
1: yeah i think yeah, all of it all I think of it some of them use this some of them helps us and you know like some of them are positive some of them are negative all of it of course yeah um, but i think what we're often forgetting when we're speaking about extraterrestrials in that sense is that uh we are like an ultimate mix of them we, we we're we more a- alien than they are like we are more extraterrestrial than than they are um because we are i mean as far as i can see it is that we are a mixture our dna is a mixture yeah. of the Ecturians, of the Pleiadians, of the syrians of like all these different you know um and 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 when you combine them all together that's us like human beings on planet earth and that's why obviously the our awakening is so like kind of mm, 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 like it, <laughs> because you know so many things need to be kind of like combined and put in place but then when you got the good mix going you got the powers from all of them
0: mm-hmm.
1: you Love coming in from the planet you got the you know the joy coming in from the activities. and so they, they've put basically all that you know, inside of us as, as the ultimate vehicle on this planet. You know? So I don't know, I, I don't see them anymore as extraterrestrials. And, and I also have to say in the beginning, I was a bit like, oh, these extraterrestrials and, and they have such <laughs> a high frequency and 5D and 6D and 7D and 12D and 14D. And then after a while I was like, Hol, hold on, because everyone that's helping us is actually clearing out their own mess you know because, right. <laughs> because because when they gave our d their their dna and they mixed us i mean they we are linked now mm-hmm. so whatever's happening to us is happening to them so it's not only like we're here to save you no hold, 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 hold on you just don't want us messing around with, <laughs> with your, <laughs> <with> your <laughs> existence, which i can imagine because we are a complete mess we're like the brooklyn of the universe that's clear <laughs> you know <laughs> I get it. I I totally get it. I'm not into that, you know, thing anymore where I'm like, oh, thank you, I'm like, yeah, okay, let's do this all together. But I'm the human and I'm living this in this, this time and this density. So,
0: you know, like, uh, I love everything about what you just said. I mean, so many beautiful lessons in there, right? That we often we put others up on pedestals and say, save me, save me. That never works no one can save you except you (laughs) and so even if they're extraterrestrials even if they're spirit guides even if they're whatever you want to call you know entities that you encounter they're not here to save you they're here to save themselves and they're here to collaborate with you Yeah. yeah so if you're open to that you can have these incredible experiences where you collaborate with beings on other planes but if you're expecting them to come and save you and teach you everything, you already know everything. They can maybe remind you of some things that you've forgotten and vice versa.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, completely. It's, it's a, at a certain point, it becomes a beautiful collaboration, right, because yeah. it's like, imagine, imagine you are there, like you are in that moment and you're living that, you know, as the, one of my teachers says, the temple of the present moment, you're living it, you're completely free. Um, then obviously, what do you want to do? Like you, you, you want to help, or it's not even helping anymore. It's just you, you want to do positive things. You want to, uh, you know, collaborate, and you want to, you want to do all those things. So obviously, the collaboration—the more it becomes that collaboration—the more for everyone involved, it is this beautiful uh, energy that is created. But for sure, up until you get to that level, you have to bring yourself up. Up to a very high frequency, and of course, people can help you, and you can be grateful for that. But I think, yeah, we're coming out of we're coming out of thousands of years of kind of waiting for the savior, uh, not realizing that we are the the, you know the ones we're waiting for. I mean, we're and we can keep hearing that because a lot of people are saying that we are we are you know we are the completion that we are waiting for. We are it. Um, but it's true that the more you start collaborating, the more kind of pure that energy becomes, and it's not a saving anymore. And I think that's the whole new earth, new paradigm about, right? It's like, um, and I still, I'm, I'm not out of this one now. I'm not, I'm not uh, completely clear. Like, I'm not, you know, um, I can feel that, for example, in my heart, when I go deep in my heart, that is, I am feeling the suffering of the world. And I'm not saying that i'm beyond that i'm not saying like okay uh, i'm not i'm not here to save anyone to go save yourself it's it's not like that it's very uh subtle it's very um, very delicate because what what do you do with the suffering of the world and i mean i've i've been feeling it augmenting this last year it's like the poorer are getting poorer uh, the people that are, are are not aware of the awakening of our planet are becoming less aware it's like everything is just kind of, kind of seems to accumulate it seems to become more difficult there seems to be more suffering or maybe it's just more obvious these days we can see it and we can feel it but i can feel the the, the densities yeah. they're getting denser and the light getting lighter so that there's this split right it's like yeah. oh, it's there and now we're like mm, this is moving out and it's it's painful it's extremely painful so I'm not there yet, like, because, you know, at at certain moments, I I will feel that and i would just hurt so much. And I'm like, but then I can feel like the back of my heart opening and I feel then you know, these wings or these type of space coming in. And then I'm like, okay, it's not my personal heart who needs to do this. It's just I need to surrender to that space and let the source come through and do it. Um, but we are humans, so there will there's definitely days that I, I do want to save the world and I do want to save everyone <laughs> I <know>. and everyone <laughs> know as well. Um, but then I'm like, okay, what is the new paradigm about? It's about it's not about saving anymore. Because if I go out and I, I go save someone, I can I can drag them along and I can I can keep the vibration up, but as soon as I turn around, they're gonna fall harder than where they yeah. were before gonna go deeper than where they were before because they felt that they had it in them and, but then they think it's me who did it so it's like yeah. oh it's it's a, it's, a huh? it's not a, it's it's not an easy thing just like okay go save yourself bye it's like it's um yeah it's it's a big thing yeah.
0: um yeah so can you tell us a little bit more about your personal journey your awakening sure um i guess i've
1: Yeah, I've had many of them. And I think the biggest one was probably my birth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. Yeah, not to count all the initiations and awakenings I had before that. (laughs) Right, right. You want to talk about those?
0: Which, which do you want to talk about is the real story, right? What's, What's compelling you to share it right now? I think it's my birth because um, I've
1: been doing some uh, work with, um, I'm doing so much work with women. It's, it's like, it's so awakening to work with other women. Yeah. Work with, say, sacred sexuality, work with uh, the energy, how it flows through the body, work with all these things, work with love, work with seeing suffering and answering it with love, basically, holding the suffering of yourself and the world in your hands with love. Um so I think it's it's yeah I've been working with with other women on the subject of my birth a lot the last week so I don't mind like speaking about that it's um, so when I came into the through the birthing channel, normally when people go for the birth when you're still in the belly you still remember. I mean a lot of people not everyone but yeah. a lot of people still remember I remember I'm from there I'm connected to this, family, these stars, I'm connected to this. This is my mission. This is why I chose my parents, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But then when we go through the birthing channel, many of us um, forget it's part of the game but it's also, why do we forget? Because you're a huge light. And then you're supposed to go through that birthing channel. You're supposed to completely incarnate or supposed to, I mean, that's whatever you incarnate in that body before you can go in and out in and out. But then the body comes to, to life. And if you're not present in that body, the body's not going to make it. So you need to, you need to incarnate in that body. And those nine months are preparing you for that. But then once you go through that birthing channel, your light is so bright that when you go through it, it's, it burns. It's super Mm. painful. Like the birth is like a million times more painful than dying. Dying is like, you, I'm free, I'm flying. It's all good. Uh, Of course there is a whole process to it. It's not, (laughs) it's not that easy, but the birth is, is super, super painful. So most people just go out. They're just like knocked out. And they, you know, at some point they, they're born and you know, it just happens. I was aware during that whole process. So I was born awake. And so that was so painful um, that, you know, it's, you can feel it like as if you are a huge light and then you get burned. It's like, bah, 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 and you, because you need to become small and you need to fit in that tiny little body. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's really hardcore. You're like, ah! So, so then of course, like, the first meeting with my parents and the meeting with this density of the world. When you're in the womb, you're still protected. You're still safe. You can hear the heartbeat of your mother. Still, mm-hmm. you like you're still in that bubble. But then when you get out, it's like, bomb, oh, like the, the whole thing just hits you, you know? So and that's, that's what I'm starting to really, um, not remember, I remember, but I'm starting to really uh, understand what actually happened there and what happened to me at that point, because I just, hide I don't know how to say it but for four months for four weeks they put me in one of these uh, covers you know yeah yeah, Yeah. I don't know how they call them Mm -hmm. so my Mm -hmm. mother wasn't even allowed to touch me and stuff so for four weeks it's just like you're under this incubator incubator life yeah yeah crazy so of course it's like super cold uh world you get into super dancing and and when you're empath like many people know are empathic but you know when you're born you're just naturally like that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. you can feel all the suffering of the world you're just like whoa what you know what hell did i come into and it's like welcome to planet earth you know and you're like okay so so basically to to finish that long story just what happened is I, I hid into my heart and I hid into this part, you know, the where you combine the, the spine and the and the skull, that place, took took the, the suffering of the world on my shoulders, went into my heart and said, I can't I can I can't I can't deal with this. So and I think for me to now I'm going through the 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 biggest initiation, I think, is to admit and to accept the pain of separation Mm. yeah the pain of separation that you have you have like you're in a human body yeah like i am in the human body i i am separated from the oneness because i am in the human body. of course i know that this is not my limit i don't stop here i know that i'm everything i'm i know it probably better than most people because i still have that memory um thank god I still goddess I still have that memory but it's it's um for me it's the other way around I have to accept uh that I am a separate entity in a in a body uh for me to be able to actually really be useful
0: at this point that's such a good point I mean, I think people spend so much time trying to get back to that state of kind of oneness that they can't accept where they are. And if you can't accept where you are, you can't go anywhere from there. You are stuck. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's, that's fascinating. And, And I think we spend so much of our lives as human beings running away from pain. Yeah. That what we're doing I would say 90% of the time is just avoiding discomfort or avoiding pain.
1: Yeah. I would say 99.9.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, but it's true. Like the last, I think the last two or three years, this has been my main, my main work, like, and of course, also the last 20 years and everything, but I was on another wave. It was like, oneness and love and light and I'm a being of love and light and then I then I started to like you know start to meet one of my main teachers right now like he's a Tibetan Buddhist uh, Lama and so he started to talk about pain identity pain speech pain body pain mind like he's not only talking about pain he's like pain identity pain body pain speech pain mind and he started to teach me about that I mean he's teaching the whole world his his name is Tenzin Wangyal Rinpoche uh, he gives a lot of Facebook lives and everything. And then I started to really realize like, oh my gosh, like, like the amount of pain that I've been walking around with and just like mm. kind of stuffing it away, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. Absolute craziness. And then of course, like people say, yeah, well, that's, you know, that's shadow work, shadow work, shadow work. But it's it's, I agree, like I've been doing shadow work for a long time, but this is something more specific Something very, very, very specific. Um, that you can kind of like combine into you can say it's the ego, but it's it's not. It really has to do with pain. Yeah. And and the, 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 the strange thing about it is that we are in pain, we're not even noticing it. So we're numbing ourselves out with television, screens, iPhones, whatever we can do to numb, to not to not go
0: beyond that numbness and feel the pain. So how do we do that? How do we go into that pain without kind of losing ourselves in the pain?
1: It's, you have to hold space. And I, I know mm. that hold space is a big thing and everybody's like, I hold space for you. But do you really know what that means to hold space? So you can't hold space for another person if you can't hold space for yourself. Mm. So, so basically it's like when you realize um, that you are that space, Um, like my teacher calls it stillness, silence and spaciousness. So there's three kind of, these are kind of like three experiences we can have of being source. So other people will say it's silence, you know, the Zen, I'm a Zen uh, non. So they more go into the silence only. So it's very much silence, but also the stillness of the body because you're sitting. I mean, we used to sit like eight hours a day, almost, you know, in and out. But I've, I've done that for 15 years, almost every weekend. And, you know, sometimes even like six, six weeks in a row sitting, just, you're not moving a hair, you know, you're sitting in lotus bum, you're not moving a hair. So that's stillness. Definitely. Every, you know, after eight hours a day, you're like, okay, that's stillness. Um, and then, and then you have the spaciousness. And so the spaciousness is like, like realizing what science is now catching up on is that everything is just pure space. It's like, you know, this feels feels real but and solid, but it's pure space. So, so when you can hold space for yourself, like this, this space is your true self and you can hold that space for your pain or your, you can call it anything, your uh, ego is not really a nice word. You can say your, I don't know, your small self, it doesn't sound really nice either, but your, maybe your abandoned self or your, your painful self or your uh, you know like there's so many names you can give to it but if this this true self can hold space for the other one to um to just express itself you know and and even just recognize it if if this one recognizes that one and that one feels recognized then that's already enough that that is the healing like you just need to recognize it but of course Sometimes that pain is so deep it goes lifetimes and lifetimes, and cultures and cultures, and thousands of years of pain. So of course, like maybe only recognizing maybe not enough for all of the pain. But basically, if you could do that, so th- this is kind of it's a little difficult to explain. But I, I will try. Like if okay. you, if you're able to observe, but really observe from a clean and pure place, like just pure awareness. So if from this pure awareness, you're able to observe that pain, then it will go directly through it. It cuts through, it gets to the core of it. And the core of it is emptiness because as the Buddhists say, everything is empty. So once you really can are able to not, uh, criticize it, not manipulate it, not even say you have to heal or uh, I don't know, wanting to change it or cri- you know all these things we do uh, or judge it or whatever. No, nothing of that. If you're able to just like really observe, you know, directly, then then this will just start to melt, like dissolve, like at the of the morning, just whew, it's gone. Um, but most of the time, this is kind of hard because you have to understand not even understand you have to be able to be open enough to be in that state of awareness yeah so you know meditators can do it but obviously everyone can do it because everyone has that awareness but you sometimes probably a lot of times people need some practice to get into that state so yeah. then what you can do if you can't get into that state and also to hold it because of course like if you have your pain going on here and crying like it's really easy to kind of like go into that story you know yeah. Yeah, of course. It's like it's you. So you're like, oh my gosh. And oh, then you go yeah, about that well, yeah, and that whole story again. So but if you can able if you're able to hold that even for a minute, that's 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 pure healing. Like just, you know, in, in that one minute you're going to to dissolve ten years of psychology and analysis of what happened there. You don't need to know what happened there. You just need to, you know, kind of like directly observe. But because that's hard, we can also give it love. We can also yeah. embrace it like my, most people say. My teacher will say, "Give it a spacious, luminous, warm hug." Mm-hmm. You know, just from that space, just bring that space closer, that warmth and that light and that, yeah. So it's 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 a process. I mean, uh, and so that I think that all the therapies and everything, the healing on our planet, all comes down to that same thing. Are you able to hold that space for that person to actually? Uh, be acknowledged just acknowledge that pain and it's and it will dissolve or if that's not if that's not enough then you can love or you know hold space for that pain to express itself and if it expresses itself by crying screaming uh scolding uh i don't know break some pillows or i don't know what then then good right Or, or cry scares whatever's but the pain in a lot of cases needs to be expressed but if you just start expressing it by destructing something, that's not gonna help. But if you hold space and then it, it's, it starts expressing itself by destructing something, at least there is the awareness of what's going on. And that yeah. awareness is medicine.
0: I think that's why I'm so drawn to storytelling because it's a way to tell you know, tell our pain story but also be separate from it because yeah. it's a story. And everything's yeah. a story, right? And you can see it as a story and go, oh, this is just a story. This happened to me, but it could have happened to somebody else and probably did happen to lots of other people. And you can kind of, like you said, look at it and kind of love it as a story because we love stories. Yeah. <laughs> and the worse the story, the better, the more we love it, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's
0: true. Yeah. Um, I think it's really powerful. You know, it, not everyone, of course, has the the devotion to, you know, sit for eight hours a day, right? Well, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, we can all recognize that what we resist persists and that the more energy you put into fighting your pain or fighting these stories or trying to push them down or, you know, shaming them, judging them, uh, the, the more powerful and the more solid they become. And so, like you said, if you can see them as empty, as these kind of empty stories, they are, they're empty space, they're memories, they're, you know, (laughs) however you want to describe it. Uh, If you can just see them as what they really are, and as you said, embrace them, thank them even. I've been doing that a lot lately with fear, because fear has been coming up a lot. It's the year for it. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Not just for me personally, uh, you know, I'm, I'm an empath. And so it's, it's all around us. I, you know, I, I go for a walk and I can feel fear coming at me <laughs> from everywhere. Yeah. And so I, you know, at first I was like trying, <sighs> I was doing that empath thing of like trying to vomit rainbows onto everything, you know, right. like, oh, here, I'll help your pain, I'll, I'll soothe you, I'll pull you out of that fear. And I very quickly became drained. And then the fear w- was all that was left. Yep. And so I've been spending a lot of time and energy lately just loving that fear and thanking it and embracing it and saying, oh, thank you so much for being here. You understand, you know. you see what's really happening, you're aware of the dangers and you care you care about me and you care about us and you want us to see the reality that is happening around us. And thank you for that. Mm-hmm. And then when I do that, it's like, it just, it just disappears. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah. So I would love to hear a little bit more about what you uh, I don't know if recommend is the right word. Like you were saying, you know, you can't really pull people out of there, pull, pull people's frequencies up, right? Pull people's vibrations up for them. Obviously, meditating is one, one way to do that. What are yeah. some other tools that you can recommend to people to just practices? Well, so it's... Them, you know, hold that space, as you said. Right.
1: Like, first of all, I'm not sitting for eight hours a day anymore, so... <laughs> <laughs> We left the temple and uh, I, I do I do a lot of practice though, but mm-hmm. more like uh, small moments. Like I will have a little moment where I'm sitting in meditation, maybe 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Uh, during the night, I do some sleep yoga, you know, or, or dream yoga. what well, the same thing, we'll just sit and rest, basically. It's like
0: I, resting. I have never heard of dream yoga. Can you tell us what that is?
1: Yeah, that's, that's all, all from the same teacher that I, I keep mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, let's, let's just get to your question and then sure, they, can, sure, sure. They, they can check it out with him. Yeah. Um, or, or I will, you know, kind of do some movements or I also do Tao practice uh, mm-hmm. from the Tao lineage where you learn how to move the energy through your body and So I will do some chikongs like that movements or um, that definitely definitely helps. Or and and a lot of people are looking for something and they are forgetting that if they are in their heart, then it doesn't matter what they do. So for 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 one person it can be painting, another person it can be dancing, another person it can be going for a bike ride, and another can be walking in nature. Uh, or looking at a flower or whatever it is, right? So it's like, I think, I think we're changing. I think those, those days, I mean, it is good. Huh? Like, obviously, I would never be where I am now if I wouldn't have had all those hours of meditation. So I'm not just, you know, spitting in the soup or something. I'm not doing that. I'm just saying like, I, I you know, that devotion was and is amazing. Um, but you don't need it. You, you can tune into the present moment. I, th- I think like, if I look at what I have to bring in the world now, it's, it's this living, this, this temple of the present moment as, as an open temple so that all the ancient mystery schools, all the teachings, um, everyone that has come before me can actually live through my breath, live through my being, live through my, uh, the way that I look at the world and, the, and what I give. So then it can be anything, right? It can be you're smiling at someone on the street. That can be your practice. Yeah. You can maybe not vomit rainbows, but maybe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if, if you would be vomiting rainbows from the right place, mm-hmm. it wouldn't help you. Right. It would not help you. So you're doing it from the place of of them needing something right. because they're suffering. But yeah. if you're like super happy and you are a rainbow anyway, you're like and the rainbows are just like, you know, coming <laughs> from your heart. And then everything you touch and everything you see and everything that happens is a rainbow. Then you're, you're not going to be drained. You're going to be so energized, you don't know what to do with your energy afterwards.
0: It's very true. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, so it's a bit like it's a bit like uh, obviously. Uh, like my teacher would say you need practice and I agree with that but also we need to make those practices our own because I have been practicing so many hours of meditation and when I look back at it I'm like I definitely had moments where I was free but a lot of those moments there was still this this type of identity there the, the meditator the meditator meditating to become enlightened you know uh, yeah you know and I don't want to insult anyone that is recognizing themselves in here. I just want to say, like, that I recognize them myself. Yeah, so many things that I have done on a spiritual quest or with this with a goal of enlightenment that in the end it created a bigger ego. We get, we call it the spiritual ego. Yeah, I'm, I'm so cool, you know, because I'm a Zen monk and I'm a Zen nun, and I'm so cool because it's like it's the worst, <laughs> right. <laughs> you know it's like yeah so, so this is a trap as well it's like people will do yoga and then they go in their little tight pants and they say you i'm so cool i'm so beautiful yeah for sure but wh- what are you what are you really doing there isn't it, i mean wouldn't it be i don't know more helpful for the world to to i don't know do something else where you're not <laughs> feeding feeding your spiritual ego yeah. So so I would say anything that comes from that like heart space that is tender um that is innocent that is delicate that is soft uh anything that comes from that like whispering um yeah very respectful um place is is your practice whatever that is
0: yeah that's beautiful I would love to transition now, and I'm going to ask you. Usually, I do this as a very sort of personal um, manifestation experience, but I'm going to ask you because you are, uh, if I can call you a light worker. Uh, I would love to have you kind of show us a vision of what a, a future of this planet could could be like. So I would love for you to just close your eyes for a moment with me. And I'm going to kind of wave my magic wand here. And the planet has woken up. We are now aware as a group of what we really are. And I want you to tell me looking around this world, what you see, what you hear, what you experience
1: yeah I'm, I'm seeing like um, that our communication is as is, is, is one so mm-hmm. we can um, it's it's almost like plugging into the internet it's like we, we have this inner organic uh, internet going on uh from which we can be connected to everyone all the time like we're not having phones or anything like that anymore because you don't need it we can just tune in to anyone on the planet on any given moment without uh violating privacy or or you know anything like that it's just like you can of course go into your own space where nobody gets in but most of the time you know people are just open and just
0: that's the it's first given, thing that's giving me goosebumps yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah it's amazing it's actually really cool and then because then you can see we're all in bubbles it's like a golden yeah. type of golden it comes from the heart the first golden and then the second golden spheres like that kind of our you know our our nature, our, our dream. And from that, we can, it's almost like you can now they're showing me that I can kind of almost like it's, it's like an, uh, an iPad, but round and golden. So I can just kind of touch it, you know, like mm-hmm. go in there and touch it and just like, yeah, communicate with other planets as well. It's, like, it's really cool. It's like a plasma. Um, yeah. Anyway, I won't go into that too much. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds amazing yeah it is really cool um yeah this is we're still a little ahead we're a little ahead still on the on where we're now but that doesn't matter Mm -hmm. um
0: let
1: let me just roll back a little bit to to 20. yes yeah so yeah we're, we're definitely not there yet, but we're, we're we're getting closer. And so what I can feel is there is this type of, we did it. Uh, this type of, um, that the planet is clean, the air is clear, the water is unbelievably pure, mm. the earth, all the poison is out, and we did it. Like we, we, I think we all, we all combined our, yeah, that's it, we all combined our healing forces from our hearts. We, a grid diamond grid crystalline diamond grid and we just like mm. clean 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 so so there's this type of um, yeah we did it feeling like uh, and, the, and the earth is completely clean and and I feel myself personally I'm laughing at myself in the old version because I was afraid that it would be boring. And now that I'm looking around, I'm like, this is not. <laughs> yeah. mm. What? No more light, dark. It must be boring. But it's it's absolutely not boring.
0: What's the new game?
1: Yeah, the new game is is um, creation. It's it's being that source energy, creating what you love, but you're unique vibration your unique signature in that new world
0: yeah Yeah. Mm. what do you hear in this space what does it sound like
1: Mm, yeah I, i hear a lot of sounds like nature sounds i hear some Beautiful flute music and everything, but I mostly just hear the silence and the stillness. Yeah. The peace, the peacefulness of the silence. Yeah. That the 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 whole, that whole. um, That that's what bothers me the most in the two, in in this reality. Let's say, twenty twenty reality is the, uh, the noise. Yeah. The collective noise of the of the fear. Yeah, that's not there, it's gone, Mm. there is no, there is absolutely no noise, it's just peaceful,
0: yeah, it feels so nice. Mm. So you talked about how clean everything is now, what can you smell?
1: I'm smelling my essential oils <laughs> 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 oh blue lotus yep blue lotus
0: and what can you feel do you feel the the earth beneath your feet
1: yeah yeah it's clean it's clear it's everything it's just... It's it's organic. It's by the way, we still have technology, huh? There's still technology there, and actually, I'm seeing different timelines at the moment. Like I'm seeing now, I don't know what happened, but I'm just like now, I'm seeing a lot of them, not in one
0: anymore. Can you share some of them with us?
1: Yeah. So, and some of them, there is technology. We we kept on uh, we kept on developing it, but it's it's not harming in any way. So all the all the five G and all this stupid radiation stuff is gone. Mm -hmm. Um, so the radiation is biological we can handle it it's it's you know and it's not even created by electricity electricity Electricity's out. uh so so this is beautiful and we still have our little you know gadgets but it's it's a complete different and oh yeah and it's teleporting us teleportating us in different there's little teleportation devices you get on it and then you know so all that is like and then then there's other timelines where we just completely got rid of all of it which is like completely back to the earth uh no more gadgets we don't need it there's like you know all of that so yeah we have choices huh there's there's infinite possibilities there and they're all already existing so yeah um but there's a clear there's a clean and clear cut huh there's not. Uh, it's not half half. Like uh, half of the people are living in that uh, in that timeline, and half in that one. It's not mm-hmm. like that. There's no. There's no more of this whole light dark. Uh, this, this 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 no. It's all gone. So all all of them are different, but they are all. There's no more of that. Um, you can say there's no more power over others. That that whole thing of power over others, the politics, the the mm-hmm. financial. Them, the, the, the medication pharmaceutical system all this gone it's not yeah. the it, whole power over others the religions da, 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 like that that whole thing Like, yeah. that's a whole other that's a parallel universe where that exists
0: why do you think uh, I'll say we <laughs> why do you think we chose this whole light dark binary thing as our game
1: because we wanted to uh, learn and evolve fast so um, mm-hmm. normally the normally like the light universe and the dark universe normally don't even see each other because they are on such a different levels they don't see each other but we decided like long long time ago we were like let's see each other <laughs> see what happens <laughs> yeah so it's it's uh it's an experience and we wanted to have it and we've learned i mean like where you learn now in one year on this planet is is taking you lifetimes in another world so mm-hmm. it, it's but it also has come to a point of of non it's it, nonsense so of course it needs to change now but this whole track trajectory you could say dualities is fueling our evolution yeah. up until yeah, and then at that point it's like, okay, now, okay, this this was fun, but not really, and now, and now we're going to do really fun. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah it kind of gets pushed to this point of of the absurd, doesn't it?
1: It, it's not, it's nonsense. It's like it's not. Yeah. you just. You know, and I get it. Like I'm not judging. Like I, I. It took me a long time huh, to get to the moment, and even now, sometimes I have a little flash where I'm like, "No, it's gonna to be too boring." You know, if everything's just easy, and comfortable, and everything, like I'm just gonna be bored. Mm, yeah. Okay. Well, not really. Like, uh, you know, uh, one one teacher that I like, Anilia Benz. She said, uh, <clears throat> one of her latest podcasts. She said, um, "Yeah, if you if you're climbing a mountain." Like, you're climbing a mountain, it's very challenging, you know, and then once you climb that huge mountain and you're on top of it, there is a reward there. Is that boring? No, it's not boring. It's challenging, there's a reward, but there's no... there's no light-dark fighting, saving, uh, pain, suffering, all that. No, there's not. Maybe there's a tiny little bit of suffering with your... if you're not trained well with your muscles, but it's not. It's not... you're not suffering making others suffer or su- making yourself suffer, suffer. I like that, I like that example. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, it's-, it's I, it's I loved what you said that, <clears throat> you know, creation, just- creation is the new game.
1: Yeah, but just to finish that, I'm not judging anyone that wants to play that game again.
0: Yeah. Because
1: it, it's, it's very, um, I guess, interesting um to a certain level. so I understand that there is the, the, the now the biggest part of our planet wants to continue that game of duality yeah it's not it's it, we're, we're not on the majority yet at all not yet. And I don't mm-hmm. we'll, and I don't think we'll make it to the majority. I hope so but I don't think so. I think the majority still wants to sign up this is literally what they're doing they're signing up for another layer uh let's say 13,000 years of the same game over and over again. then the, this is one of the characteristics of it. It's it's endless yeah endless suffering, endless endless uh, duality. Um,
0: yeah. So how how do we opt out of that?
1: You opt out of it in uh, by choosing every moment consciously choosing, your vibration in every moment and just not allowing yourself to go into that uh, vibration anymore no more drama no more uh not not even allowing yourself if you are going in pain then do what we just said yeah. observe it then then you're not going in it you're allowing it to express itself but you're not creating new stuff of it so we have to face our own addictions and 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 basically everything is an addiction your constant thoughts is an addiction, your constant feelings is an addiction. Uh if I don't feel strong things, I, I have to watch horror movies to feel strong things. If not I'm not feeling or <laughs> like you yeah, you know, just just you can't do that anymore. You can't you can't indulge in low frequency behavior, feelings, thinking anymore. It's self-mastery. It's like the only way out is to, to master yourself. Not not like a like with a, with a whip, you know? Like, oh my God, I have to, you know, every moment be aware. And like, obviously we, we make mistakes, we're humans. Like, you know, maybe one day you feel super depressed. That's fine. Just hold that space for that depression and you will heal it for yourself and the whole of the collective, right? So it's not like you're not doing anything or feeling anymore, but you're just not indulging in your own addictions anymore. So that goes moment by moment moment by moment, just down, down, now again and again and again, because we are consciously creating this moment again and again and again. So you have to, the only way out is to to be, become aware of yourself every moment and choose, not just go at, automatically into all of your pain, identities and thinking and, you know, obsessions and feelings and everything, patterns, but just like, be like, okay, just stop everything. Just, okay, I'm stopping. And then just those three minutes where you stopped, you were already, you already opted out. Just those, if, if, if I could say anything to anyone, then I think that would be one of the things, like just in any moment when you are aware, just stop. And when you stop, even just three seconds, you feel that emptiness, you feel that space, and you will come from another space. You will come, you will start to think from another, From a whole other field of presence not from your whatever you were doing like you know in that rush in that automatic the automatic one you know like no just breathe be where am i what am i doing how do i feel actually oh yeah actually i don't need to do that thing i don't need to to speak to that person i don't need to think like this i don't need to feel like this and then you change your point of view
0: what a, what a perfect takeaway to end on. I love yes. that. Sure. Where can everyone find you? Um, well,
1: for the next month, I'm going to be in the Sinai on my, by myself offline. So. Wow. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. 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 So um, I will be unfindable, unreachable. Uh, and I love it. But... Uh, <laughs> 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 Yeah, um check out my website, it's Tantra of the Heart, tantraoftheheart.com.
0: Merci beaucoup. Je vous en prie. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here to witness that. After all, a story with no audience to receive it is like a plant with no soil to take root in. If you found this episode worthwhile, please pass it on. And if you've got a story the world just isn't quite getting, I'm here to help. Check out my website, thatsallowed.com, to get your free Ideal Scene Meditation and start releasing your masterpiece today.